Real quick, so what we're afraid of being embarrassed about is is the fear that we must overcome. So when you talk about people's insecurity and the things that stop people from doing what's best for them, we all have them at some level to begin with. And to get to that place emotionally where we can truly think clearly without the interference of fear, we've got to really ask ourselves, what are you afraid to be embarrassed of? And usually it's a form of inadequacy in some area of life that you feel other people are assessing you in. Like as a man, it's easy to feel like um, if I'm living at home, it's I'm embarrassed because people are going to think I'm financially inadequate. If I'm not in a relationship, male or female, whatever, people are going to think I'm inadequate relationally. I'm not good at relationships or I'm not lovable. You know, as a as a female, a woman might say, I'm not lovable, or a man might say, I'm not good at obtaining the love of a woman. And, you know, these are examples of inadequacies that we have and fears we have. And because they're so painful, um, we we act differently, right? We, we organize our behaviors to avoid feeling that pain, even when those behaviors don't necessarily support our real goal. So you have to ask yourself is, is your goal to achieve something or to avoid something? And most people think that they're trying to achieve something, but the reality is they're trying to avoid something. They're trying to defend themselves against feeling something that would happen if they were not, if they didn't meet the checklist somebody else has in their head. The reality is, if there's any area of our life that we're inadequate, we have the ability to become adequate. And our becoming adequate or being adequate has nothing to do with someone's opinion. Like your aunt who hasn't seen you in, in nine months, 12 months, and who thinks it's weird that you're not dating someone, they don't know what you've been up to the last year. They don't know, they don't know the extent of your social skills or your focus or your drive or what season of life you're in. People don't know anything about you. That's the reality. And so if we're going to get what we desire in life, something, you know, that which is meaningful, not just arbitrary desires, but if you have a meaningful goal and a mission and you're on the road to obtaining it, you must become a person who can act independently of other people's expectations. And you can do that once you're okay with people thinking bad things about you. Because that doesn't change what you think about you. That doesn't change what you know about you. And, and the reality is, it won't change what you know about you and what you feel about yourself when you realize how illogical and, and unreal their feelings are. For example, if my uncle thinks I'm not, you know, I'm not moving in the right direction in life. You know, I'm not where I need to be, again, financially, relationally, or something else. This, this is just a for instance. That doesn't change the reality that I am or that I will be in two years. Like, it doesn't, people's opinions and perceptions do not affect your reality. And you're focused on experiencing a reality. You're focused on the nuts and bolts, the reality of actually experiencing success as you're defining it. 
And that is not influenced an iota by everybody else's opinion. Everybody you know could think you're wrong and you could still be right and enjoying being right. You will enjoy it. You won't even just be right. You won't even just be successful. You'll be enjoying it. And everybody else could still be, quote unquote, concerned or, or feel like you're not doing the right thing or adv advising you to do something else. My friends, as I'm sitting here in my room, first day of the new year, and feeling a little bit of, feeling a little bit overwhelmed, feeling a little bit stressed, I'm reminding myself that I am not subservient to anyone's opinion. I don't care what you think about my losses. I don't care what you think about my mistakes or how stupid they were. I don't care at all. The only thing I care about is developing myself according to what I was being revealed to me in the moment about what next step to take towards my mission, towards my goal. I don't care how stupid of a mistake I make, I must take the next step forward. I must be relentless. And yes, there's some things, some things we continue to slip up in. There's some, some disciplines we continue to lock in. Like I'm looking at my New Year's resolutions and I'm getting a little bit tense because I'm like, man, you know, for the longest time I've been telling myself, get even just a little bit more consistent with your studying, with your working out, with these other little things that sometimes can take a dip because I'm in a season right now where I'm hyper-focused on my business in order that I can pursue my dream. We've got to become good to ourselves. We've got to be easy on ourselves. Because the minute we start getting too hard on ourselves, we stop thinking clearly. And we start acting from a place of defense. So it's the, it's the ability to understand the function of a mistake is to show you the way. When you realize you've done the wrong thing or been going the wrong way or been neglectful in a certain area, the purpose of that realization, of that mistake, is to show you the way. It's to show you, hey, do it like this. Hey, this is how important it is to do this every day. That, that little bit of pain you feel, that little bit of failure you experienced because you weren't quite prepared as you should have been, all that was was to show you, hey, let this now become the fuel to make sure you do this every day now. That you don't slip up. That you don't let yourself, I shouldn't, shouldn't say don't slip up, that when you slip up, you get right back on the horse immediately. You don't let it continue. That's my piece for today, guys. Making your New Year's resolutions can be very encouraging. And another element, it can be discouraging if you're too focused on what you haven't been doing. Everything you regret and everything that's been a mistake has only been there to show you the way. That's how I'm viewing it. Now I gotta, gotta, gotta get up out of this room, out of this bed, out of meditating. I'm gonna go on a bit of a jog to clear my head. Then I'm gonna buckle down and I'm gonna get things done. And I'm gonna set my sail um, towards the direction that, that my destiny is. All right, y'all. Have a great day. Hey guys, Ian here. Um, welcome to the Ian O'John podcast. I know I don't have an official intro yet, um, nothing really about this podcast is official so far, uh, but I just, you know, I told myself that I want to start creating content and I've got to make sure I can just start making it, you know, even before everything's set up professionally or whatever. So hope you guys can also take that and run with it that 
when you're trying to get started, you've got to make it so that there's no barrier to entry. Like there's nothing stopping you. There's no excuses. You just, you record. <sighs> that being said, I haven't recorded in about a week. Um, let myself get off track a little bit, but I'm, I'm getting back on it. Uh, currently, I'm here in the Denver, Colorado airport. Uh, just visited my dad for his birthday in Maricopa, Arizona. Was down there for a couple days. Um, had a chance to think, you know, take a little bit of a step back from the normal routine. Anyways, um, I was kind of starting to get in my feelings a little bit and have some thoughts. And I figured, hey, like you've been wanting to to get back into to podcasting. So this is a good time to be to, to say something. Being real is always hard, um, especially the thought of people listening to your thoughts. Um, you know, uh, for me, I'm not afraid of judgment. It's just something I'm still getting used to. But anyways, guys, I always want to be authentic with you about what my journey looks like right now so that at some future point if I when I have massive success people can understand the thinking and the evolving that went into it um, so that it's not just this whole like you know zero to a hundred because in reality it, it's zero to a hundred but you're going at 0.5 every day right it's those little it's the little journeys that people never hear about that really really make the big difference so Anyway, so one of the things on my mind was just this kind of balance between um, understanding that you've got to really hustle and make things happen in life, and then that other balance with like, okay, you know, is it, you know, the leverage of relationships, okay, let me be a bit smoother. So the thing I've been battling this past year is just thinking of, should I try? Should I be putting my energy into trying to get sponsored, or funding my own tennis? Now, here's why this is just tricky: is is that funding, getting sponsored, would be easier if I were sponsored, but getting sponsored is not a straight path. And with that, I mean that it's like okay, getting people sponsor you because they like you in tennis. It's not because it's a business investment. And that kind of puts you in this sticky place of like, okay, somebody has to really, really like me. And what I've been focusing on the last couple of months is just really ingraining into my mentality that idea that I need to build friendships and not just relationships with people. Now, that being said, the tricky part about relationships is that because there's lower task tension in a friendship, it's hard to, to let that be your your pathway to your goal. So like for me, my goal is to start traveling by April, right? I've got a limited window to play and really try to make something of myself as a tennis player. And so if I'm just focusing on, hey, I hope this person likes me, they're wealthy. The issue with that thinking is that, that, you know, number one, it's, you have to be authentic in relationship. And to be authentic in a relationship, you can't have expectations. The issue is that if you have a timeline, which you always have to have with a goal, expectations always run into that. There's, there's no way to like, there's no way to not have expectations if you've got a deadline. And so I'm a believer in, in you know, never having a relationship for the purpose of trying to get something from someone. Um, I think relationships are best and most enduring when they're a win-win. 
you know, this dilemma I think I've had in my head is just more of a personal growth issue. So like one of the things I'm going through in relationships off outside of business is just that idea of taking a step back and realizing a lot of times in life you've got a lot of people around you that you want to keep around. But as you get older and get into different parts of your life, you realize that you can't keep people in your life that aren't matching your effort and your energy. And I don't just mean effort and energy in terms of like your aggressiveness towards your goals, your positivity or your your vibe, whatever. It's it's also this idea of um, how much energy they're putting into being friends with you. And I say that to say is that you're, I feel like what I'm learning is that so many, so much of everything I'm, I'm seeking externally, it's affected by what is going on internally, right? So there's a mindset and there's always, there's always a mindset and there's always a skill set you're looking to acquire to achieve a goal. And you find the weaknesses in your skill set and your mindset in the journey. You know, and that's one of the reasons why I want to why I want to document my thinking is because I want to document so that people can know what it's like to be figuring out instead of just only what it's like to know. Cuz I don't know everything. Um I don't know every, if everything's going to work out. Um I don't have an array of experience to go off of. I haven't made it big in life in anything yet. But in this journey I'm learning that I have this kind of insecurity of people haven't bet on me in my life. You know, just kind of being a little vulnerable. People have not bet on me in my life. And it's, it's, that's not the hundred percent true, but it's a little bit of my emotion speaking. Like my mother is invested in me. You know, she paid for me to train and play tennis, learn tennis, travel. My mother's invested in me, but outside of my mother, there just haven't been as many, I haven't had people really take a risk on me. And I, I don't know if that's an emotional need or if it's just, you know, maybe has something to do with my, my relationship with my dad or lack thereof. But it's one of those things I'm finding it was like maybe I'm feeling a sense of failure in that I'm having to bootstrap my way to success in my sport. And the, the frame I'm kind of giving to myself in my, in my lesser moments is you're having to do this because you're not, you're not valued, you know, and, and I'm not, I'm saying this to kind of maybe connect with some of you who've ever struggled with this, but it's difficult wrestling with that concept of like, I'm not valued and therefore I'm not valuable or like, you know, I'm not a winning ticket enough for people to help me because I know people who could help me, but they're not. And they never have. You know, and it's kind of like that letting that speak to you a little bit. Here's the thing. What, I, what I've heard and what I, what I believe to be true, what I hear this a lot from one of my favorite mentors, Gary Vee, is this idea of you can have zero entitlement in life absolutely zero. We all say that, we all nod our heads, but the truth is it takes discipline to ingrain that into your into your mindset, into your frame of thinking so that when you approach anything, when any situation 
you come happens in life, that is the assumption you're bringing to the table. You know, and and for me, maybe it's a little bit of a sense of entitlement, but it's it's probably more so just like I said, the the insecurity of deep down inside feeling like other people don't value me. And just because other people don't value you doesn't mean you're not valuable. Um, like I said, I, I realized maybe a little bit later on that one of the best ways of su- to success is networking, is relationships, is having other people like you and, and be willing to be a, po- a point of leverage for you. But um, you always want to have your plan A be, I've got to make this happen. I've got to make it happen because most people who who came to be anything in life were not given something to do that with. And that's not a, a shout out to anybody, any of you who are come from means and you have the ability to, you know, your parents can let you borrow fifty thousand, a hundred thousand dollars to do something. Like that's phenomenal. And that's not that's not a bad thing, but the truth is that the overwhelming majority of people who run the world right now, I'd say they didn't start off with that they didn't start off with that and everybody isn't going to believe in your ideas even if they're good ideas even if you're a good bet you know there's a lot of times where we invest in the stock market and we 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 miss out on something that was 10x you know it's like why didn't i see that why not invest in that and the truth is that people don't always see what's what's going to explode what's going to be the new thing and when i'm basically waking up every day and having to tell myself through my actions is I believe Ian O'John is going to be that next big thing. I believe Ian O'John is going to be that thing that is t- is a 10x investment. And the fact of the matter is that if the whole world right now while I'm going through this journey doesn't notice that, that's their loss. The reality is one of the, they can everybody can come and look back years from now at these at these tapes and they can listen to this and they can decide for themselves what was going on the bottom line i'm saying is that i can't i have to become unstoppable i have to have a mindset where everything that happens to me or doesn't happen to me is used as leverage is used as an opportunity for success i'm getting fired up just saying this you know People talk about how it's hard to stay motivated. You know, I don't feel motivated every day. You know, you're not clean every day. That's why you take a bath. You have to motivate yourself. You've you've got to be your own self-motivator. You've got to become a motivational speaker. Everyone successful has a motivational speaker inside of them. And they talk to that person. That person speaks to them every day. And that's just the reality I'm starting to believe in is that as silly as this sounds for me to say, but there's nothing to be ashamed about if you've got to bootstrap your way to success. And I don't believe that there is, but at some level, I think that this conflicting insecurity of, like, you know, like I said, if, if you were a prize fighter, people would, people would invest in you. And the truth of the matter is that, you know, whether or not that's true, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Because the bottom line is, by this April, it's January now, but by this April... I'm going to do it. I'm going to set up enough passive income coming in to make my dream come true. And that's it. That's just it. And so for me, 
it's a it's a reminder that all of that all of that energy spent wondering or second guessing myself or wondering like man you know it, it, am I not good at something? Am I not likable? Am I not is my, am I not my relationship skills? Are they not good enough? Because I'm around opportunity, but I'm not get. I don't have leverage yet, or the type of leverage I want. The bottom line is, it takes time to, to gather lever, leverage. Number one. Number two. Just because somebody successful isn't betting on you, doesn't mean you're not a good bet. And that's a big thing, I think, for a lot of young people to to take away um, who are in this process. I know you guys will agree with me is that you've got to bet on you. You've got to work so hard that the truth be told is you, you want to get to a point where you don't need people like that. You want to get to a point where instead of you having to to hope somebody bets on you, everybody else is coming to you, hoping, you know, throwing money at you. And that's what I know is going to ha- be in my future. When my mindset and my skill set have become so honed that I'm able to create opportunities instead of have to, to ask for them. And I just have to be patient. And that's the hardest thing when you're young is, is to be patient. But I've got to be patient and I'm going to be patient. This n- new tennis program business idea I'm starting is already going well. My first week I had eight kids show up. Um, I've got a, uh, a coach to do Monday, Wednesday during the week so I can sign people up for a, a twice a week plan. I'm pumped. I'm excited. And I want to reallocate from this day forward the energy I've been putting in hoping, you know, somebody will see, you know, I'm working hard. I'm doing everything I can, hoping that somebody will see that and say, hey, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take a chance on this kid or I'll, I'll help him out with this. You know what? I'm going to continue to cultivate my relationships with patience, with humility. You know, I'm going to continue to practice, but I'm going to continue this day forth and have absolutely zero expectations from anyone. Zero. I'm going to say, you know what, how long is it going to take and what is it going to take for me to create my own foundation, my own opportunities, my own platform, and I'll plan on it taking that long. And I'll do everything I can every single day. I'll adapt to every opportunity thrown at me. But I'm not relying on anybody anymore. And if I fail, it's on me. That's on me. It's not because nobody helped me. It's not because nobody saw that. It's on me. So this day forward, I just want to share with you guys. I'm taking 100% responsibility for my success or failure. I'm, I'm not taking that mentality that, hey, you know, I'm a one-man army, you know, I'm I'm a lone wolf. That's not how you become successful in life. You do need people and you do need relationships. However, and it's okay to rely on people at some point. However, I believe 80% of the time, you've got to be building with your own two hands. You've got to be building it yourself and you cannot be relying on anybody to to bet on you. You've got to become someone that's so that's such an obvious bet that people are begging you to be involved. And that's my goal. It's a long-term strategy. It doesn't happen in a year. But that's my long-term strategy and that's what I'm committing to. All right, guys. I said a lot. Um, I said more than I even already mentally processed and kind of just venting in the moment. But um, yeah, I'll definitely be following up and being consistent with this podcast. 
and just know guys in the future like you know if I ever decide to to take on sponsorship um, from people for my podcast or anything my commitment to you guys is this is this is my this is my gift this is what I have to give to you I'm only going to share what's helpful um, my, my commitment is to be a hundred percent authentic to my audience and to treat you the way I would want somebody to be treated, to give to you what I would want somebody um, to give, and that's just to give themselves. So, thanks for listening. Talk to you soon.